Just a... Just a minute. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Oh, you. I hate to show up like this. <laughs> you shouldn't bother a man at his house. Unannounced at your home, but I, I just need five minutes, and it would be really, really nice. I returned it... that phone call. What else do you need? Nice, and you didn't return my phone call. <laughs> I, I did so. And, and not really, because making a long raspberry on my voicemail isn't really an answer. A what? What? He said it made a long ras- raspberry. What the hell are you talking about? Raspberry. Y- you know, a raspberry? You mean a fart? No. no. Farts come from lower. That- that's a raspberry. You know, I'm, I'm cold. Well, I'm not surprised. Ten blowout, you got that little jacket on. I only thought I was going car to door. Can I come in? Oh, fine. Get in here. Thank you. You should always dress for the weather. You never know when you'll have car trouble. Thank you. Coffee? All I can drink is Sanka this time of night. It tastes like mud, but what are you going to do? No, no, no. Thank you. Well? Hmm? You going to sit? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Uh, um. <laughs> uh, j- just move some of those uh, oh. newspapers out of the way. Uh, none of it's important anyways. Oh, sure, sure. Um, I, uh... Oh, whoops. <laughs> well, uh. don't worry about that. You, you can put those back in order later. All right. You wanted to talk to me? Oh, right. I'm sorry. Uh... Mayor Bjormstrom. Not the mayor. I haven't been for some time. Well, yes, but you were a mayor. Fifteen years worth. Yes, I. so I thought as an honorary title. Don't care. You came to see me, Bede? Oh, you know my name? I'm not so big a town you can't keep up with whoever lives in it. Besides, you're one of those uh, females who makes herself present in things. I don't understand. Lutheran Church Outreach Committee, Welcome Wagon Committee, Volunteer Firefighter. They made me the dispatcher. I couldn't lift the hose. Check. Salvation Army Volunteer, Catholic Church Volunteer, Head of the Beautify Town Square Committee, and you made a couple of attempts to start a community theater for some god-awful reason. I didn't realize you kept track of things so closely. (laughs) Oh, I don't. I just keep my eyes open for people who cause trouble. Well, I don't cause trouble. Most committees sound like a lot of trouble to me. Well, I- I'm trying to improve my hometown. You were mayor for 15 years. Didn't you try to improve things? My philosophy as mayor was to keep the place from burning down. Anything beyond that was gravy. Well, it doesn't seem like you aimed very high. You don't know how bad it wanted to catch fire some days. Well, whatever the case, thank you for seeing me. You're welcome. And I need your help. You're welcome to leave. You don't even know what it is yet. Don't matter. I'm retired. I just wanted to spend the rest of my days relaxing and and enjoying my dogs. Shut up! I understand, but this is important. Is it a new committee? Well, um... Uh Uh-huh. Thought as much. Look, do you not realize what's happening? 
Since the mill closed, we've lost half the stores, including our only grocery store. A school enrollment is down 25%. There hasn't been a new house built in 15 years. The parks are filthy, and now I understand the city's not even going to open the swimming pool next summer because of budget cuts. Yep. Doesn't all that make you mad? Don't you want to do something about it? Nope. Why not? I would think you, of all people... Now, let's get one thing straight. You don't know anything about me, of all people. Well, all right, that's fair. And you don't know what day-to-day was like back when I served. Easy for you to stand back and criticize. Easy for everyone. Well, it must have been very hard. It was. Can I ask what you did? Well, as little as possible. Um, it... It must have been very... You said that already. Hard. Very hard to serve when... Oh, shoot! I can't do this. This is pathetic. No, I was thinking the same thing. No, you sit around here in a garbage house. Excuse me? (laughs) Moping and feeling sorry for yourself while your town is quickly dying. And all you can think to do is sit there and... And and, 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 (sighs) And what? And make fun of me. Ah, and there it is. You don't know what I'm trying to do. You don't know the first thing. And you sit there and you make fun of me. I have not made fun of you, Bede. You've only been here five minutes. I haven't had time. Well, I don't feel very supported. Well, if you came here for support of some harebrained scheme, you clearly don't know me at all. Well, you could have made me feel welcome. Well, there's a problem with that. What? You're not welcome. You barged in on me, remember? But you haven't even heard my idea. Oh, I don't need to. I can already tell you what it is. You want to form some committee or think tank to solve problems you don't understand so that you and the half dozen people in town who think just like you can get together, sit around drinking wine and eating cheese and I don't know what all, complain about how terrible things are, and afterwards you'll just drive home and plug in your Teslas and turn on the Netflix and forget all about it until the next meeting when you do it all over again. We do not eat cheese. (sighs) And you could at least hear me out. Why? (sighs) To be polite? Do I strike you as a polite person? I... I thought we at least tried to be nice in this town. I... And I promise I will leave afterwards. You mean you'll make your pitch and then you'll go? Yes, No follow-up questions? No arguments when I tell you your idea is stupid? Oh, I don't think you will. And I don't think you've been paying attention. But I can tell you? Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Good. Okay. My research indicates that, for the most part, the problems afflicting small towns like ours are mental. We have an aging population, but they report their lives as satisfactory. Well, of course. That's because they were taught not to complain. You don't know that. Oh, of course I do. Old people don't talk to their spouses. You think they're going to open up to some college kid with a clipboard? Oh, those polls are worthless. As I was saying, what we need to do is address attitudes first, all other concerns later. That's why I want to form... A committee... A team that brainstorms new ideas for addressing this difficult problem. And do you know what I want to call it? Oh, I can't wait. The Initiative for Normalizing Excellence, Potential, and Transformation. 
Wait, wait a minute. What's that spell? Well, nothing. It's not an acronym. It's just a name. No, no. It's it. It spells something. I and no, it doesn't spell anything. Mm. And even if it did, the idea is bigger than that. The idea is about transformation, taking control of our community, and in that way, taking over our lives. Inept. What? It spells inept. No, it doesn't. No, uh, initiative for normalizing excellence, potential transformation, right? That's I-N-E-P-T. That spells inept. Well, we'll... We'll just change the name. Oh, bully for you. Well, you've made your pitch, so thank you very much. No, 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 I'm not done. No, I really think you are. What are you afraid of? Well, that your pitch might be the last thing I ever hear. I don't want to expire in this chair after listening to you for 20 minutes. I've already decided the last thing I want to hear is the Doobie Brothers on vinyl. Still, it would be polite. What (laughs) would you know about polite? Nothing about you is polite. The polite part of this conversation was when I let you into my home. Everything else has been you yammering on about some ridiculous do-nothing committee to go along with the other dozen do-nothing committees you formed over the years. I mean, I mean, why do you keep doing it? Is there a merit badge involved? Do you get green stamps? I don't understand how anybody could waste so much time and so much energy just... <laughs> Jesus H. Christ! She just... just... Shut up, shut up, shut up! Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that, that vein sticking out of your forehead doesn't look so good. I know, it happens when, when, when I get stressed. You, uh... Ugh. You okay? I don't know. I, I just get... I'm just so frustrated sometimes. I understand. I mean, men. Oh, boy. What the hell is wrong with you? Can't you see? The town is broken. The economy is in the toilet. Every kid leaves as soon as they can, if they can, which some can't because our schools are so terrible and the kids can't get into a college. And your generation just sits there in your ivory tower enjoying the fruits of everyone else's labor, completely unconcerned that you're leaving behind nothing for future generations. Nothing. Ivory tower? That's what I said. Didn't you just say I lived in a garbage house? But it can be both. How? I don't know. Well? Well what? This is the point where you storm out and tell all your friends that old Doug Taylor is part of the problem. Old Doug Taylor is part of the problem. Oh, the problem. I'm part of the problem. Yes. Recessions come and go. Nations rise and fall. But one man in a double wide with with two dogs out front, he's the source of the problem. He's the poison that's slowly killing the world. Not the world, you idiot. This town. Yeah, let me ask you something. Is it fun? What? Do you take pleasure from this? Is this why you do it? Is it fun? Not particularly. Because for my part, I think I could have a little fun doing what you're doing, only turning the tables, so to speak, pointing out how pointless and counterproductive your ideas are. I don't think that I that's... could really have a little fun pointing out that talking a problem to death is not the same thing as solving it. In all the years you've lived in this community, not one of your solutions has ever worked. Sometimes you have to... As a matter of fact, the only thing you've really accomplished in forming committees, places where people could talk about problems without actually doing anything about them. Well, that's not... Without getting their hands dirty, without changing anything about their own lives. Like what? I don't have the foggiest idea. 
it's not what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about right now is the fact that you don't have the foggiest idea. Despite all that talking, all that brainstorming, all you can ever really do is point fingers at people you don't know or understand and assume that they're to blame. I don't know what ails this town, and I was its mayor for 15 years, but I'm honest about that. You, on the other hand, do a lot of busy work and then announce mission accomplished and then go away until the next time a problem tickles your undercarriage and you're snapped back into action, which point the whole goddamn cycle repeats itself. Well, what would you have me do? Mind your own business. From what I've seen, there's plenty to keep you busy there. What's that supposed to mean? Oh, I think you know. I asked you what you meant. What the hell do you think I mean? You're running around town, wasting everyone's time. Meanwhile, your own mother's... My mother's what? Well, your mother looks like she could use a hand is all. She walks right down my road, you know. It's part of her, part of her route. She walks by here in her shopping cart and three coats on in all weather, including the heat of August. And last time I talked to the poor woman, I couldn't even make heads or tails of a word she said. It was mostly gibberish. You want to solve a problem, Bede? How about you get your own mother off the road before some truck runs her over? God damn it. I'm sorry. It's just you make me so mad. You come in here all full of yourself, so quick to blame everybody else for... I don't get it. Get what? I don't get how someone could be so petty and small and nasty as you. Well, wait a minute. I and need- as to take this conversation to such a personal place. But you know what, Mayor Doug? I want to thank you. Bringing up my mother is very freeing. Freeing? Yes. I'm free now to tell you what I really think of you. Well, now I don't think we need to Shut get- up, you pathetic old divorced poverty-stricken failure. Whoa, wait, wait a minute now. How is your ex, by the way? I understand she has quite a real estate business built up in the cities. Guess we know who the boat anchor was in that relationship, huh? Well, she... And uh, this double-wide of yours? Doesn't it sit on the only piece of property you have left after the foreclosure? How many bankruptcies was it? Three? Boy, I have to give it to you, Mayor. You really have a stick-to-it attitude. Business after business failed you, but you just kept going forward. Guess it helps to have friends at the bank who keep floating your loans, huh? Well, now that's not fair. I And how's your little girl now? Haven't seen her in town for a while. That's funny, because she seems to spend a lot of time with her mother. Well, they live closer. It's just natural. Pretty much every holiday and birthday, according to your ex's Facebook page. It's like she just doesn't want to have anything to do with you. Like you're an embarrassment. Like when she needed you most back in high school, you were too busy to pay her any attention because your fishing tackle business was dying. Like she even wrote a letter to you begging for your help and attention and you pretended you never got it. How on earth do you know that? Small town, remember? Not many secrets. I think you'd better go. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's too late for that. Just goodbye. Mayor Doug, if we could. Don't look Rufus in the eye when you're crossing the yard. He's he's been bitey lately. Don't worry about Arnold. He'll bark more, but he wouldn't hurt a fly. I'm sorry if things... You'll, You'll excuse me now. 
Try not to touch anything. Should I sit in the same... Uh, sure, sure. It, it, do, it don't matter. Thank you for seeing me again. Yeah. I... I want to apologize for how... I um, talked to Carolyn. What? My little girl, Carolyn. I, I talked to her for the first time in a year. Oh, I'm... That's good. Yeah. How is she? She's good. Uh, steady boyfriend now. Uh, she thinks he might propose. Oh. <clears throat> yeah, I want to apologize for how I acted before. Our first meeting, I mean. It was a bad week. Mom had gotten lost again, and the cops brought her home. I, I was... I wasn't in a good place. I lost my temper, so... Uh, she, uh, she told me I need to apologize to you. S sorry, what? When I talked to Carolyn before, uh, we ended up talking about that, uh, uh, your visit from before. Right. I told her about it, and she said I, I needed to apologize. So, uh, I, I, I got short with you, and you were only trying to help. That's what Carolyn said. What do you think? Huh? Do you think I was only trying to help? Honestly, Bede, I don't really remember what we talked about now. We talked about another of my damn fool committees. Well, I, I don't think I said damn fool. I'm not an old-timey prospector. <laughs> you remember this conversation, though. You must. Well, no, I just said I don't really remember. You also said you talked it over with your daughter. If you talk over something, you have to remember it. That's just how our brains work. Well, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I guess. You'd know more about that than me. Is that what you wanted to talk to me about? Yep. Okay, then. Um, I'll, uh... <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hang on, there, there was something. Okay. She said, uh, Carolyn, that is, she said I should talk to you about Forest Park. Oh, um, I, I don't know that one. Well, it's because it doesn't exist yet. I, I suppose you could have called it a pet project of mine. You know Pete Anderson's piece of property off Summit Avenue there? No. Just above the river, a kind of a vacant lot that just sort of... Oh, wait, wait, I know the spot you mean. The school district wanted to buy it about ten years ago. That's it. Well, when uh, Pete's deal with the district fell through... Honestly, I can't even remember why it did, but it did. I brought an offer to him from the city. I wanted to turn that lot into a park. You know, uh, swing sets, uh, maybe a little ball field just big enough for t-ball, picnic shelter. All of it would overlook the river. It was going to be real nice. 
Well, it sounds like it. What happened? Oh, council wouldn't float the levy. I begged with them practically. Let the voters decide, I said. They, they wouldn't budge. Isn't that lot still there? Yeah. Overgrown now, but it's still there. Well, why did your daughter think to mention it? I mean, mention it now, for this conversation, I mean. I don't know. All right, uh, maybe I have an idea. Why? Why? I think maybe she thought it was something you and I could work on together. You and me, I mean. Really? That's what she thought, yeah. I think. I don't really know, though. I I mean... uh... Well, a new park would be positive. I could start on the permitting process, prepare an environmental impact statement. Oh, well, all of that seems like a lot of work. Well, yeah, but I'd do it. it was, see, what I was thinking, maybe we could start by clearing the brush out. There's this mower I know I can borrow. Well, you shouldn't start the work until you have permits, not to mention funding. Well, about that, I, I thought we could raise some money ourselves, hold a bake sale or something. A, a bake sale? Or something. <laughs> yeah, I remember back in 80, 89, maybe? Yeah, the the cheerleaders held a bikini car wash raised over $5,000. They said there were cars from two towns over came in for that. What? The car wash. You know, th- that kind of fundraising. Grassroots stuff. I think maybe we should start with... Some- you want to... So you want to um, exploit teenagers to build a park? What? I'm talking about the sexual exploitation of minors. What? The car wash. Bikini car wash, you said. And it was the cheerleaders? That means the high school. I mean, last time I checked, there aren't many 21-year-old high school students. Well, it wasn't like that. It was the girl's own idea, for pity's sake. That makes no difference. I mean, you can't honestly think it was good to exploit young girls like that. Fine, we won't do the car wash. Happy? Well, no, I I can't believe you think this was a good idea. The the car wash or the park? The car wash? Well, I just said we don't need a car wash. We, We do something else. Well, you don't understand. No, I really do not. Do you want to make a park or not? Well, I want to make a park that's properly permitted and, and, and safe and publicly funded. Oh, dear God. What? Why do you make everything so complicated? We could prepare the land ourselves, raise the money ourselves, even do a lot of the work ourselves. We could make a real difference if you just quit trying to bring the United Nations into it. What does that even mean? It means you're ruining it. It means you don't want to do a goddamn thing to help anyone. You, you just want to make committees and hold meetings. You want to create busy work for yourself so you, so you don't have to... So I don't have to what? So you don't have to face what a waste your life is. My life is a waste? I'm... I'm sorry. I, I, di- I didn't... I didn't mean... That... <laughs> my life! My life! You're sitting in a pile of trash with a roof on top. You don't have any friends. Your own family won't have anything to do with you. And all you can think to do is sit here and feel sorry for yourself. But my life is a waste? I think (laughs) think you'd better go. I think you'd better sit there, shut your mouth, and take your talking to. Everything you've ever done has added up to nothing. You were mayor for all those years, and everything got worse year after year. You and people like you? Yeah, you're the reason everything is the way it is. But you linger here, using up oxygen, complaining about everyone younger than you when those poor kids are just, they're just trying to live. You had everything handed to you by a great generation of parents, but look what it's come to. Nothing. If you had an ounce of honor, you'd, you would... I'd what? Kill myself? 
What's... What's that? What does it look like? A gun. Then I think it's probably a gun. Are you threatening me? Nope. There's only one bullet in it. Doug! Maybe you should go. You need just, to... Just, just go. You said your piece. Clear out. No, I... I, I, I didn't mean it. Nonsense. You meant every word. And you know it. Well, I'll call the cops. I'll, I'll tell you them... You tell them what? Uh, Still know the chief. Half the boys on the force. I'll just tell them you misunderstood. I have a permit for this gun. I didn't threaten you with it. They'd have no reason to lock me up. Well, you threatened suicide. Did I? Prove it. Chief will come in here. I'll tell him you misunderstood me. Who do you think they'll believe? Me, who they've known for decades? Or you, the town's spinster busybody? What are you going to do? Watch TV. Sounds like our park idea is a no-go, so I'm just... uh, I'm just going to relax. I am retired, after all. Well, we could... We could talk about... Time to go, BD. I, mean, we, I, I think it would be good. I, I go. Do, if, 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 if... Go. I'm busy. Doctor, uh, just a moment. Yes? What happened? Stroke. And his age, his diet. Not surprising. Has his family been notified? Of course. His daughter visited on Tuesday, but she had to get back to the cities, so she couldn't stay. I don't think he has any other family. So he's just going to lie here? No living will, so... Yes. For now, anyway. There's a chance he'll wake up. How good a chance? A chance. As I say, you shouldn't stay long. Hello, Mayor Doug. It's me, B.D. Anderson. Uh, I thought I'd visit. That's a stupid thing to say. It's obvious I came to visit. That's what I'm doing, visiting. I'm, I'm glad... Well, that's not right. I'm, uh, I was going to say I was glad when I heard you had a stroke, and that sounds really bad. I, what I mean is, uh, I'm glad this was a stroke and not... Um, you remember how we left it last time? You, um, you pulled a pistol out of a drawer, and you said there was only one bullet. So, yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. It's a lot of flowers here. Oh, I I see a lot of, uh, familiar names. Pete Peterson, you were on council with him, weren't you? And, um... Oh, and Barb Hoyt, Fred Auburn, oh, a lot of, 
A lot of old counselors said flowers. <laughs> oh, and here's a, oh, here's a, a nice arrangement from the present city council. I guess they went in together. <clears throat> so look, I came to visit you uh, because of how we left things. I, I didn't want... I wanted to be able to say I'm sorry. And I've been thinking about what you said. And I'm not admitting anything, but... There may be something... Whew. This is harder than I thought it would be. It's weird how you're not saying anything. Kind of missy yelling and fighting back. I always admired that about you. The way you fought for things you believed in. Of course, you believed in the wrong things, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I, I did a little research on your forest park project. It's quite a controversy in the day. I mean, did you really try to punch somebody in a council meeting? There were a lot of letters to the editor in the paper's archives about that. And when you brought up the park, I, I didn't realize... That was what made you resign. It must have been hard. But you... You bring so much of this on yourself. That's the problem. You want it all your way. You want that old boy network. You know, two phone calls to a drinking buddy and poof, we have a park. Uh, or a new fire engine. Or the potholes get fixed. Or they don't. I mean, can't you understand how alienating that is to anyone on the outside? You make fun of me with my committees, but at least we had an open door. I mean, at least we listened to anybody. Well, that's, that's kind of why I came. I, I, I wanted to apologize. And, and maybe give you a little treat. If you can hear me, that is. The doctors say you can hear everything, but they they don't really know, I think. I <clears throat> so the beautification committee, they met yesterday, and I brought up your park. And, um, oh, guess what? <laughs> guess what Lois Parker said? She said that... Uh, Nothing that Doug Taylor ever proposed was worth a darn. Darn. <laughs> that woman can't even swear properly. We argued about it. I mean, are you hearing me? We didn't discuss. We didn't even debate. We argued. I mean, there, there was screaming. I may have possibly pushed her a little. And I realized that everything I was saying to her were things you would have said. So if you're haunting me or channeling through me, please stop. Because I'm losing friends. Or at least associates. But it was a funny thing. I've been on half a dozen committees with Lois. And you know what? I, I couldn't stand the look of her this time. She was no different. She still had on a Gucci sweatsuit and had a manicure she drove to the cities to get. But something about her just, oh, just annoyed me this time. And that's when I realized it. It would have annoyed you <laughs> to talk to this woman. You know what she wanted to add to your park? Oh, 
An herb garden. <laughs> a public herb garden. And she said we should have a pesto festival. Can you believe that? Pesto. It's just, oh, it's all just so ridiculous. So I lost my temper. And uh, I thought you'd like to hear that. But now that I say it out loud, it sounds so stupid. I guess I just wanted to tell you. Passive-aggressive, right? I was going to show you how I could be tough too, refuse to stand for anyone's nonsense. Looking at you now and remembering our conversations, I... I realize you wouldn't care about any of this. I don't know why I'd think any different. Anyway, the, the park is getting built. We have the permits, but no funding. Yet. <laughs> oh, I, I found that uh, brush cutter you mentioned. Your friend Pete's gonna come and clear the land. And then there's about uh, three grants I'm gonna apply for. Not quite the same as getting the council to pay for it, but they did say they'd have the maintenance department look after it, you know, after we build it. Speaking of, I do need to get going. I, I promised Pete I'd come and help load up the brush he cut. So I gotta get down to the hardware store, get some gloves. I didn't, uh, I don't have anything like that at home, so. Yeah. I gotta go. I hope you wake up, Mayor Doug. Because things are changing out here. <clears throat> and I think you'd like to see it. This has been Mayor Doug, a world premiere on the Invisible Stage podcast from the Icebox Radio Theater. Our play starred Shannon Custer as Bede, Jeffrey Adams was Doug, and Justin Kapla played the Doctor. The play was written and produced by Jeffrey Adams. The song On the Outside is by Alicia Goodwin, acquired through the Epidemic Sound Library at epidemicsound.com. This program copyright 2023 by the Icebox Radio Theater, which is solely responsible for its content. Partial funding made possible in part by the voters of Minnesota through a grant from the Minnesota State Arts Board, thanks to a legislative appropriation from the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. For more information, visit iceboxradio.org.